Hello, and welcome to 5 to 1, a minute-to-minute podcast review of Zack Snyder's director's cut of The Justice League. I'm Harry Slack, and with me as always is my longtime associate, Ben Smolin. Ben, how are you today? How are you? I'm doing great. I thought you were never going to ask again. Uh, uh, I had nothing else to say. Well, there you go. Uh, For new listeners, I will direct you to our episode entitled What's All This Then, if you want to know more about what's going on here. For longtime listeners, we've got a treat fan favorite segment, Own Music, at the top of the show. Here we go. Was it Gal Gadot, Gadot, or Guy Fieri, or was it Jurgen Habermas? Ugh. Segment's called Quotes. This one, I don't like this one. Well, tough, uh, tough malarkey. Get the fans to email us new, new segments. Um, this segment's called Quotes. I'm going to give Ben a quote. He's got to tell me if it's from Gal Gadot, Guy Fieri, or Jurgen Habermas. I'll do my best. All right. Uh, the quote is... You know, nachos are like pizza. When it's good, it's really good. But when it's bad, it's still good. You know, the last time you gave me a food one, it was a trick question. But I, I'm still going to have to go with Guy Fieri. That's all the time we have for quotes. Was it Gal Gadot, Gadot or Guy Fieri? Or was it Jurgen Habermas? Was it, was it, was it Guy Fieri? I don't know. Uh, with that out of the way, Ben and I have uh, <laughs> just watched minute 52 of the Mr. Snyder Cut of Justice League, which is not the film's true title, but rather a lighthearted moniker. We used to save some time here and there. I'll tell you about it now. Go for it. Um, Ben, here's what happened in that minute. Listen, Lilies. Pop in Polly's. Watch alongs. Let me paint you a word picture. Um, Aquaman saves the man on the boat and as we talked about yesterday i found the man on the boat crying out for help to be sort of a relatable image ben did not seem to care i guess he's lived sort of a a life where he's never felt struggle or anything i i guess is the only reason he would have no sympathy for do you think do you think it's less relatable knowing that he's actively calling out to a specific person he knows will come save him I don't think he is. I think he's he's calling for anybody out there. I believe he explicitly says, is there anybody out there? He's reaching for anyone to help him out. Okay. And, you know, I uh, I find that relatable because, you know, I've, I've had troubles in my life, just like uh, most people. But sure. I suppose Ben has not. All right. Um, then he Aquaman takes the man instead of to a hospital or to any sort of medical place where one might go after you know, dealing with shock and uh, potentially hypothermia because it does seem to be snowing where they are. Uh, He takes him to a pub and then I guess Aquaman steals some whiskey and then he leaves and he's like, it's on him. Tell that guy to respect the storm. Uh, and then you have to assume it's the same pub from the first time we saw Aquaman, right? I don't have to assume anything. I don't want to assume. Actually, I'm sort of free to think however I want. Like, there's you're no one person. sort of way you're, to think. You're a miserable uh, diversity person, of thought. I believe so is an important thing. I'm very pro diversity in all of its forms. I'm gonna do. Um, I just think that there is something sort of despicable and anti-liberal about your notion that there is and is not sort of a right way to encounter the world. What did you think of the minute? Uh, I loved it. Uh, I thought (laughs) something that I like is, uh, it made me think about like Aquaman walks into a bar jokes. Like I don't have one, but I was thinking like, that'd be fun. Just sort of thinking about it. Sure. Like uh, Aquaman walks into a bar. Unfortunately, all I have right now of it is Aquaman walks into a bar and he throws a guy who is injured and terrified on a table and then steals some whiskey and leaves. But that's because I just saw no the real punchline. No, there's no punchline. No, but again, yeah. this is first stages. I hope over time, maybe I can I can develop that into a good. Maybe I can go into stand up since I'm still unemployed and maybe do just sort of Aquaman jokes. 
And this might be Great. the beginning I'm of that. I'm going to cut you off there, Harry. All right. Great, Ben. Whenever you're ready, you can go ahead. Minute 52. So, uh, you know, it was Aquaman. And so I decided to do a little research on Aquaman going into this minute. All right. Because I honestly, you know, I thought there was some charm to us having not watched like any of the other movies. But I also thought that like maybe it was a little irresponsible of us. Yeah, it's a good so question. So in honor of this minute, I actually went back and watched the first Aquaman. Um, oh. And I learned a couple of things, actually. Like, I was doing my research, and I learned a couple of things. First of all, Harry, when Aquaman, the first Aquaman came out in 2006, did you know it was actually the highest grossing movie of all time? I did not know that. Yeah, that, that kind of blew me away. And that was in spite of multiple power outages doing, due to rolling blackouts because of a heat wave, and that, like, really uh, handicapped the Saturday screenings on the West Coast. It still became the highest-grossing movie of all time. But that, I guess, you know, I started to look deeper. I'm like, I guess that makes sense did looking the, at the creative team you behind go on, it. Did the um, blackouts, did people go to movie theaters? Like, is that, is did the blackouts in, encourage people to go find, no, no, like, the cool blackouts, places like, to hang out? No, no, the blackouts, the movie theaters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. But this like, was four years do, ago? Uh, 2006. Yeah. Um, but that makes sense... <laughs> That makes sense. Looking at the creative time, the creative team behind the movie, it doesn't surprise me. Because first of all, you got James Cameron directing, and he is a all star. Uh-huh. Mandy Moore as Aqua Girl. Yeah. Um, James Woods uh, uh, played a, uh, the villain, a corrupt businessman. I don't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, he's sort of controversial. Um, Let's maybe was, distance ourselves from James Woods. Yeah, he's sort I know of a there controversial was mention figure. of Ray Liotta and Sharon Stone, and of course, you have rising star. Vinny Chase as Aquaman himself. And the scene that really got Who's me like, looking at it, the scene that, and, and, and it's, it was written by um, Andrew Kevin Walker, the guy behind Seven. And so, like, this is a really good creative team. I was like, why did I not watch? And the scene that really got me was when Aquaman was on the pier, right? When Vincent Chase, Vinny Chase was on the pier and he's in a tuck. So he's clearly coming from a party and there's like a big uproar in the sea and everybody's running away from the pier. But Vincent Chase, Aquaman, knows he has to go to the trouble. But as he's going to a trouble, a little girl drops her stuffed animal and he's like, oh my God, I have to get her her stuffed animal first. And so like he he manages to do that and then run towards the That's drama. Great. I was like, this is That's classic all the time we have Aquaman. for reviews today. James if Cameron. you enjoy this, this podcast, please Chase. take the time to subscribe, uh, rate, I review, do not regret or otherwise support this project. All. If you're looking for a way to enhance <laughs> this podcast experience, please follow us on social media at 5 to 1 podca 1 I or email us at alertthequeen at gmail. Uh, if you have any segment joke. ideas, let us know. Ben hates all the segments that I do. Um, so, you know, for him. Up next, we're watching Minute 53 of 242 of Zack Snyder's director's cut of the Justice League. Oh, Goodbye. yeah!